I'm sorry, what? Do not be afraid, Mary. God has shown you his grace. Listen, you will become pregnant and, bir- and give birth to a son. You will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be the son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of King David, his ancestor. And he will rule over the people of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will never end. Um, I'm not really sure how to tell you this, but do you know where babies come from? Well, after a mom and dad love each other very much, and after they get married, then out of love, well, a baby... I mean, that hasn't happened yet. I mean, a baby just doesn't show up, does it? Did I get it wrong? Mary, I know about babies. For you, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will cover you. Right now, Elizabeth, your relative, though she is very old, everyone thought she could not have a baby, but she has been pregnant for six months. God can do anything. I am the servant of the Lord. Let this happen to me as you say. My soul praises the Lord. My heart rejoices in God, my Savior, because he has shown his concern for his humble servant girl. From now on, all people will say that I am blessed, because the powerful one has done mighty things for me. His name is holy. God will show his mercy forever and ever to those who worship and serve him. What am I going to tell my parents? Mom, Dad, I guess storks really do drop babies. Well, Holy Spirit takes storks. No, okay. Mom, Dad, Dad, Mom, I guess storks really do drop. I guess uh, you're going to be grandparents. And God not just metamorphically or allegorically, but genuinely and very literally and immediately are in law. That should make for fun Passovers, right? Mom, Dad, I'm pregnant, and I promise Joseph has nothing to do with it. Oh, honey, we know. There was a dream, and, well, never mind, but we know. And and your cousin Elizabeth, you know, the really old one, I mean the really, really, really old one, she's going to have a baby too. And I hear her high priest of a husband, Zechariah, didn't believe God's messenger, but he hasn't been able to speak for months. Oh, God is doing big things. Yeah, we love you, kiddo, but it's really late right now, and it's time to go to sleep. Oh, honey, we love you, and God is with you. Thank you. What am I going to tell Joseph? tell the guy that his soon-to-be wife is having God's baby. Whoosh, and Abram and Sarah thought they had a challenging blended family. Let's draw. Pray for him and me. What? She's pregnant? Who'd she say the father was? Well, she's clearly not well. I don't want to see her disgrace. She could lose her friends, her reputation. Who will ever marry her? Oh, Mary, I guess I'll have to leave her in secret. Joseph, Senator David. That's me. Yeah, I know. Don't be afraid to take Mary as rich because that baby in her is from the Holy Spirit. She'll give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus because he'll save his people from their sins. 
You mean she was serious about the part when she said she was carrying the Son of God? Yeah. This will link through what the prophetess said. The virgin will become pregnant, she will have a son, and you will name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. I will be true to my bride. God, your name be praised above all names. I will name my son Jesus. I will need I will need a lot of guidance. Wow, stepdad to God's son. God is my son's dad. Those are some big footsteps to walk besides. At least you won't get my nose. At that time, Augustus Caesar sent order that all people in the countries under Roman rule must list their names in a register. This was the first registration. It was taken while Cornelius was governor of Syria, and all went to their own town to be registered. So Joseph sent out of Nazareth a town in Galilee to go to Bethlehem in Judea, known as the town of David. Where are we going again? Bethlehem. Why? Taxes? Well, we're registering. Will we get to vote? How far away is this again? If we go the way the bird flies, about 70 miles. Have you seen me recently? Joseph, look at me. I know you think a lot of me, but I just don't think I can make it 70 miles. What do you think the donkey's for? Oh, that makes it so much You know what they say, nothing but a bumpy donkey ride to get that baby. Please don't finish that sentence. God has gotten us this far. And he won't leave us now. Let's ride. to have the baby. She gave birth to her first son. Hey, have you seen Fluffy? Because there were no... Because there was no... Yeah, she's grazing down by that tree again. Please let me the one to pop up on the shepherds. You don't actually get joy out of startling these people, do you? Well, of course not. Well, maybe just a little, but this is just great news. He's born, he's born, he's born at last. Let's draw. Yes. Do not be afraid. Ah! 
No, really, do not be afraid. I am bringing you good news that will be a great joy to all people. Today your Savior has been born in the town of David. He is Christ the Lord. This is how you will know him. You will find the baby wrapped in pieces of cloth lying in a feeding box. I just heard and saw? I don't know. What did you just hear and see? Our Savior has been born. Let's go and find him. The angels, the angels appeared to us in our field and told us that we would find, or God, God would be, he would be wrapped in cloth lying in a manger. This must be our king and savior. We have come to save ourselves, worship you, and to praise God for what he has done. Mary treasured these things and continued to think about them in her heart. Because there was no... When Jesus was born, Herod was king. Wise men had seen the star in the east and began to travel towards the star. God warned the wise men in... Where is the baby who was born to be king of the Jews? We saw a star and come to worship him. Where is this Christ to be born? In the town of Bethlehem, in Judea. They wrote about this in the scripts. Look carefully for the child. When you find him, come tell me so I can worship him too. When, After the wise men heard the king, they left. The star that they had seen in the east went before them until it stopped above the place where the child was. Look, this is the place. We have followed star. We now know this is the king to be of the Jews. We have brought you gold, frankincense, and myrrh. 
God, God warned the wise men in a dream not to go back to Herod, so they returned to their own country by a different way. The wise men have not returned. They have tricked me. You are to kill all the baby boys in Bethlehem and the nearby towns. Leave no male child two years of age or younger alive. That's me, right? Gotta get Joseph the message now. I'm on it. Get up! Is she having another baby? No. I believe it's only one Holy Spirit baby per chosen family. Now take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt, because Herod is starting to look for the child so he can kill him. Stay in Egypt till I tell you to return. What Jeremiah said through the prophet came true. A voice was heard in Ramah of painful crying and deep sadness. Rachel crying for her children. She refused to be comforted because her children are dead. God, you have taken my son. You have taken my son. He was perfect. He was innocent. He was helpless. You must not know pain, God. You don't know me or my pain. You don't know what it is to watch someone so perfect, so innocent, so helpless die before you at the hands of men so cruel. You do not know us, God. I will always remember this Jesus, this King of the Jews, and what you have done today. I know you. I love you. And I know you. I am the beginning and the end. I am the same today as I was yesterday, and will be and always be. I am that I am. I know your loss and your pain. I know what it is to watch someone you love so perfect, so innocent, so helpless, die before you in the hands of man so cruel. I know what it is to see and feel pain and suffering and darkness happen each minute of each hour of each moment in each of your lives. And I will know that pain and suffering for all eternity, but you won't. You won't have to because of that boy, because of that man, because of my son because of his light, because of my son, I will bring you peace. I will bring you joy. I will quench for you a thirst that would otherwise never end because I love you, because I made you and you are mine, because I am your God and you are my people. Yes, I know you and your pain, and I sent him to heal it.
Joseph had done everything the law of the Lord commanded, they went home to Nazareth, their own town in Galilee. The child grew and became strong. He had wisdom, and God's goodness was upon him. But that's a story for another day. Today we wish Jesus a happy birthday. You guys did great. Thank you so much for coming here today to help us uh, see your little pre- your presentation. My name is Kent. I'm one of the pastors here. One of the things I get to do is I get to wander around and look for bright spots, look for God sightings. Where is God at work? And one of the places where I see this happening is in our children's ministry. Special thanks to Kristen and Otto for your leadership. 
One of the things that I observe that they do is, uh, this wasn't in the job description, but I see it happen all the time. Um, it's like herding sheep, or maybe more like cats. So I pop in, and they've got a group of kids, and they're trying to get them to get organized and lined up and prepared for something. And they have such patience as these kids. I sometimes see this on your faces when I watch you kids. Sometimes you're paying very close attention. And then there's the rest of the time, and you're bored, or you're distracted, or you're, you've got some other things you're trying to do, so they have to try to hurt you. And it got me thinking about the way Jesus looks at all of us, really, you know. Um, John 10 talks about a good shepherd, somebody who came to shepherd his flock. And it's like the shepherds were shepherding their sheep over here. God has to shepherd us, and we're sometimes bored or distracted, or sometimes we're just downright rebellious. We decide we're going to go do something God doesn't want us to do. And uh, God decided he would do something about that. He wouldn't leave us in this state of wandering around, but he would come and send a good shepherd to guide us and to help us find our way. We've been using this little thing called the Adoroscope throughout this season because we recognize that at Christmas time there's all kinds of distractions, things that kind of pull our attention away from the real message or the real meaning of Christmas. And what the Adoroscope does is it forces us to kind of narrow our 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 view. So we focus in maybe on one thing, and we've been trying to focus in on Jesus. We recognize Jesus, the King who comes to rule and bring peace. Jesus, the Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus, the one who's anointed, who's called to fix a broken world. Jesus, who comes to be with us. And today, you kids all helped me focus my adoroscope a little more clearly on this Jesus who comes to be the good shepherd, to shepherd us. And he says, The thief comes to steal and kill and destroy, but Jesus said, I came so that you might have life and have it abundantly. And the way that we get that life is because Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I lay my life down for the sheep. And that is uh, really the rest of the story that comes after what you saw here today. So hopefully you're joining us here in worship today helped you all focus your adoration maybe a little more clearly on the real meaning of Christmas And we thank you for coming. I'd like to offer up a prayer of thanks for what God has been doing here today. So let's pray together. Dear God, we come before you and we are um, grateful people because we recognize that you are a good God who is uh, reaching out to us with your love and that you give us good gifts. And the greatest gift of all was the gift of that precious son who was sent here to be our savior. And we thank you. And we thank you that you don't leave us here in our own messes to wander around, but that you continue to shepherd and guide us. And we ask that you'll continue that throughout this coming week. And God, I thank you for these kids and for those who have been shepherding them. Uh, We're so grateful that they were able to uh, present this story to us today in a new way. And we ask that it would cause us to um, adore you, to worship you, to give praise to you for who you are. So we thank you for what you're doing and for the good work that you've started, and we know that you've promised to continue the good work until one day it's completed. So we're looking forward to that. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.